Welcome to the We Are MCBS podcast, and thanks for joining us on Wednesday, April 10th. Pete Episcopo, what the heck are you doing this morning? Are you uh, having a beautiful day? Or uh, Once again, I mean, it, I'm living the dream. You drove up here, and just being in the room with everybody, enjoying this beautiful morning, um, just how, how much better can it get? I'm sitting across from my, my buddy. I'm around the WooHoo crew, ready to go loaded for whatever we have ahead of us and yeah let's let's go pete i think they all just about had little tiny muscle spasms there <laughs> you you said the keyword and they all wanted to get involved so bad <laughs> because we, we are surrounded Drum by <laughs> the woohoo crew <laughs> and by the way if you're concerned we looked that name up on urban dictionary and it doesn't mean anything that bad Mm-mm. so we're gonna keep it yeah there's a whole bunch of well, they're, they want to be yeah, Woohoo Crews. Yeah, want to be we, Yeah. <laughs> Get on our level, Clemson Tigers. <laughs> or whatever you were. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun day uh, just to be here, but it's also an exciting day to talk about media communications, which is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And we've got a couple of cool stories some students brought in. And the first is our, uh, not a first-time contributor, been here for a while. Eileen, how you doing, Eileen? Good, how are you guys? Eileen, good to see you. Not only can I not complain, I would be ashamed to even try. (laughs) Okay, that's good. (laughs) All right. Well, I have some scary news. Sorry to ruin your day. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess. And it's not October yet, so we're getting scary mode in, yeah. Should we put this in the can until October? No, No, let's let's do it. We gotta know now, the world. Mm -hmm. We have to let the world know. Inform us. All right. Um, basically, so deep fake software is going around, which basically allows people to change what people are saying. So they can, like, record themselves. AI then will ch- use that software, change it to another person's voice, and then they can put it on a video of that person. And it seems all very real that that person has just said most likely an absurd thing that is, like, funny to people, but... Mm. It's not good because they're doing it to like politicians and celebrities and basically they're coming to the conclusion like it's really hard to detect. So actually um, the U.S. Department of Defense has actually um, invested in software to detect deep fake videos because people are creating deep fake videos of like politicians being like, let's send a missile to this country. So they need to be able to say, this is a deep fake video. Mm, Our, wow. The country's leader did not say we're going to go to war with another country. So, Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about like filters and apps on Snapchat. I didn't know we were going to talk about <laughs> nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> no, I told you. You it's said it was scary. scary. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't like prepare myself for that level. Um, it's yeah. it's That's interesting sucks. with this because I know there was a recent ruling where you can't, they're going to, Re, they're going to limit what kind of images that can be used in in court cases because how well people can Photoshop things. Mm-hmm. And I remember back in the day when you had like a Michael Jordan rookie card and people were actually taking the rookie card and then Photoshopping all the stuff, there's ways that you could detect whether it was a good one or not because they wouldn't work the details enough. And so there were little trademarks and things. There were ways you could find out is what I'm saying. Now it's getting more difficult, and not to blame Adobe. They're making great stuff, love what they do. But, um, you know, you have in Adobe Audition, you've got, like, voice replace. 
and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, kind of like Photoshop for vocals. And yeah. that's scary. So we are. We're entering. You bring up such a great point in terms of media and our approach to how we utilize it and what are the pluses and minuses. So Yeah, yeah basically they're saying like people are very aware of fake news nowadays. So like we don't believe every quote we see written down or every mm. headline we read or every photo we see because we know Photoshop exists. Mm-hmm. But video... We. Yeah. We. I'm putting up air quotes. We. we. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's a lot more difficult to detect like that a video's fake because we like we don't under like we don't see that it's fake we believe that a video is probably real and it's not so actually some people have even invented like software that like a normal user can download onto their laptops and use and that way it always is detecting if you're watching a deep fake video and it will let you know if you've seen something that's deep fake i always like that little internet quote thing the thing about quotes from the internet is that it's hard to verify their authenticity Abraham oh, Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember he said that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's on the internet. Must be. Yeah, true. So that, that uh, reminds me of another AI, uh, I guess, application uh, before they take us over, is to create humans out of nothing. They'll take a million faces and create humans that haven't existed before out of that information. And the China has their state-run news agency. Their number one, uh, their their lead anchor is a complete uh, generated AI figure. It's not mm. a real person. It's uh, voice to text. There's somebody typing in the words, and their very calm uh, news anchor just speaks what's being typed in there. And if you if you think about the problems that a state-run news agency has. Sometimes their talent doesn't want to say the bald-faced lies that are coming to them. Mm-hmm. Well, the AI doesn't mind at all. He'll just say whatever you tell him to say. <laughs> and Until so, they take over the world. Until well, they yeah. get smarter than us. One thing at a time. Yeah, right. They're, they're now upset with China for making them do that. Which makes podcasts like this more valuable to people because we really are living people doing this right now. Yes, we are. not yeah, like robots. We, you are not getting fake anything on the show. Totally real. Thank you, Petron. <laughs> well, uh, that is uh, not only horrifying, a uh, little terrifying. I guess there's some, some heartwarming news is that if this is a new form of media and we are going to become uh, familiar with it, then we are all going to become more media savvy and we're not going to just nod our heads at every video clip that we see. We're going to start taking each of them with the same grain of salt that we take quotes from Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. about the internet. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's the best I have for a silver lining from your mushroom cloud in the news <laughs> story. So thanks for that. I'm sorry to ruin your morning. No, it's <laughs> had this nice drive in and everything we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then now we got to worry about people imitating you and I, Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's who they're coming for. They're coming for you guys. They're really coming for I us. Knew it. Yeah. It's all about me. <laughs> See, we have nothing to worry about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eileen, thank you so much for bringing us that story, despite how it makes me feel in my heart. Mm. No problem. I'm also scared. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have something uh, possibly possibly more scary. Broadway. Mm. Broadway plays. Wow. We're having a... Have we had a Broadway 
thing on the show, uh, like a segment. If we didn't talk about Hamilton at one point, that's my bad. Wow. I don't I, think we did. I could have done a whole so, Hamilton episode. There you go. So without further ado, our first Broadway segment? Well, I think I just heard from the EP that Shannon may have discussed Hamilton officially. Oh, okay. But yeah. our first, yeah. with you and I, our first Broadway story. Um, I'm excited. What do we got? It started off Broadway, though. Kayla, how this how this crazy thing work? Okay, so um, Be More Chill is a music- Okay, we will. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> uh, Pushy. I know. <laughs> Let me be. Um, <laughs> it's a musical that's based off of a book. Um, it was written by Joe Iconis, and he made this musical. Uh, he expected it to run, like, one or two weekends in New Jersey in 2015, <laughs> and, like, that was it. They made a cast album, but that was mostly just to preserve the music, and, like, that was it. And then 2017, people started to find it on Spotify. I was one of them and, like, fell in love with the story and the music. And eventually, it made itself a uh, way to Broadway, and it just premiered on Broadway, like, in March, so last month. Um, what's interesting, so I looked it up, and the cast album has been streamed 150 million Yay. times. Yeah. Whoa. I think I said two million before the podcast. Uh, that was way oh. under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, this show, and it's like it's a sci-fi kind of musical. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, as most musicals uh, are, you know, yeah, as right. they are, and it's <laughs> being compared to uh, Dear Evan Hansen, which made a big hit um, last Broadway season. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really interested to see if it lasts on Broadway because I know the. F- because it, it, now I feel like it's a like fact of like can social media keep this musical alive? Because for like a while, that's the only like way it got popular was yeah. from people finding it through other people talking about it on Twitter and stuff. So, how did you find it? Um, yeah, just everyone was talking about it. Um, I love musical theater a lot. I pretty much exclusively listen <laughs> to musical theater anymore. Um, so. I just found it through the grapevine, and mm-hmm. um, what's interesting too, I don't condone bootlegs because they're illegal. But um, there is no, yeah, there's no uh, bootleg of this musical, which I think shows another like level of dedication because most people won't listen to a musical if they can't watch it. Right. I'm wondering. I mean, I'm not one of those people um, at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting how the power of social media like thrusted this like musical into the spotlight, and now it's on Broadway like four years later because the creator didn't expect that. Right, and that's partially because of you. You went and found it, but then you also you probably have a list of people you can think of in your head that you made them listen to this. Absolutely. Yeah, you're like, nope, uh, you yep. can't leave my house until we finish. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Uh, so how'd that work? 2015 to 2017 there's this lull of that content just sitting there do you think it's a slow burn like there's some super fans back during that time period that were sharing it um honestly i i have no idea i don't know how it like because i do remember it was a it was like summertime 2017 Mm -hmm. so i think because this musical uh, usually like the target audience is like younger usually like 14 15 so summertime kids aren't in school i think that helped um but i don't know how it 
<laughs> like how it resurfaced but like it got a super like cult almost like following right. for it because there were like some really dedicated fans to this musical <laughs> well that is spectacular i i love the way that the community itself can say no no world you must hear this and just by talking about it tweeting about it whatever relevant hashtags about it are getting shared uh it just puts it in front of a million more eyes or 150 million you said yep it's like what is that pete triple diamond or i mean how do you what do you what do you call that when you put the record on the wall oh uh platinum yeah i mean 150 (laughs) million uh yeah you know and this came out in 2015 and you actually you saw it in red bank new jersey yeah which is where my dentist used to be (laughs) oh when i lived in new jersey and it's a great no it's a great place they have like a lot of there's like uh the count basie theaters there you saw it at the two river theater that's why you were saying river before and we thought you meant tom's river i think but two river theater but which is uh, my point is though that was 2015 and it's going in 2019 i mean this thing has got it's not shelf life it's a following a serious following and so that sort of paid for media space that we talk about you know mm-hmm. just from one person sharing something and amazing and th- this is exactly what we're doing in that the whole mcbs program is talking about you know how do i uh how do i navigate through all of the changes of technology and everything and what people appreciate and yet still get a voice out there or or get a message out there and this is it, it's the old-fashioned way if i can say that yeah it was just using social media and all that other stuff and now here we are in 2019, still talking about um, the pl- the play. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, go ahead. When I was a kid, we would get our tapes and we would duplicate a tape and we would give mm. it to our friend and say, "No, you've got to listen to this." Yeah. Um, and I I just I'm enamored with this generation and their ability to do that exact same thing, but on a big scale and share stuff they care about like that. It's, yeah. It's just huge. And if there's one thing that excites me the most about this whole story, it's that some storyteller somewhere put together a collection of songs and an overarching story that they all fit in, put it into a script so that it could be performed on stage and then put it to bed and just went on about his life and without even knowing what was happening or, you know, maybe watching from a safe distance, it explodes. How exciting is that? It's like you won the lottery and already put your ticket somewhere and didn't worry about it. That's what, and that's what made YouTube what it was. It's made like the, yeah. the, the everyday person could produce something and we found all of this entertainment that was like finding the you know money in the pants pocket. Mm-hmm. Thing. Wow, a 20, when did I put that in there? <laughs> and we're finding all this stuff that we are entertained by and stuff that frankly would have not have gotten out there because they just couldn't afford everything they needed to promote that. And then it's, yeah, here we are. So totally agree with that absolutely well uh kayla thank you for bringing that light-hearted story to balance out that <laughs> horrible news that we had at the beginning nuclear thing we yeah. just went through yeah <laughs> i can sleep a little easier tonight knowing there's musical theater somewhere um, for everybody else out there uh whether you're concerned about uh bad news or good news it's gonna be a beautiful day so Mm. you get out there make the most of it enjoy not only your april 10th but the rest of the week and we'll see you next wednesday be more chill (laughs) be more chill